Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. Hey loves, happy new year. It's been a couple months since I have been on live with you all on Real Talk. I mean, I've seen you in other ways. So happy new year. How's everyone doing? I can't believe like we're already in the second week of January. I hope that all of your, the new year has started off on a positive note. And really, I know that sometimes things are challenging, but there's always something to, you know, be grateful for. So I hope all of you are doing well. I've missed you. So I'm excited to be back. I have a really incredible guest on today. And as you guys know, I like these to be interactive. So if you have questions, put them in the chat and we'll definitely get back to you with any questions you may have. A couple of announcements. If I really appreciate all of the love and support for the book and the podcast, you guys are freaking amazing. And thank you. If you see a podcast, listen to a podcast, you enjoy it, share, like, review it. That's, you know, so helpful for us and we appreciate it. And another big thing is I now have one-on-one coaching mentorship sessions available with me. We could do them in the office here if you're local or on Zoom. So that's super exciting. After a little bit of a hiatus, I'm really excited to begin working with you. And also keep in mind, I am going to be hosting a workshop, live in-person workshop at KG Fitness here in San Mateo in the new year. So really looking forward to seeing everyone again, looking forward to seeing you in person and connecting. I appreciate you. I love you. I know there you could be so many other places. So thank you for being here with me today. So as always, I really appreciate you joining me on another episode of Real Talk, where I get to have a real life, raw conversations with really incredible people from my circles and communities. They they just they really inspire me. They they overcome challenges and they create amazing and I'm inspired every time. And today my incredible guest is Anne Hill. Anne has had a desire to help others for as long as she can remember. She spent over 15 years in the physical therapy field where she thrived at managing the operations side of the business. She then created Hilltop Operations and Consulting, an agency dedicated to streamlining the way companies run. She's a certified director of operations, allowing her the perfect way to match her expertise with the services clients need. After working with Anne, businesses save time, money, and frustration by having efficient processes and A-plus team members on board and solid profit margins in their business. Help me welcome Anne Hill. Welcome, Anne. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm really looking forward to our talk because, you know, I love talking business <laughs> and I am so inspired by, you know, your story, being in a physical therapy field for 15 years and then taking the leap to start your own business at the beginning of the pandemic. So <laughs> that there's just, there's so much there. So 
I'll definitely make an effort to stay focused, but like, I have so much I want to cover with you. <laughs> anyway, how's it going? Like, how's the new year? How are your holidays? Oh, the hell of that, that, excuse me. The holidays were great. We, I have two boys. I have a six-year-old and a nine-year-old. And so they enjoyed having the time off. I'm in Colorado. And so we had some weather, we had some snow out here and they got to go play. We've got a lot of family around. And so they got to play quite a bit with family and friends. And so it was a, a great time. Nice, nice. So they're young. They're six and nine. Do they still believe in Santa Claus? They do, yes. Oh, I love it. My kids are older, like almost 20 and 22. So I definitely miss that magic of Santa Claus. So definitely enjoy it. Yes, yes, for sure. So yeah, so again, like it was amazing to kind of learn about your story. And I'm always fascinated because I know how challenging it could be to jump in, you know, to your own business. And you have, you know, the stable position 15 years, you know, in physical therapy, physical therapy, running the operations for different, you know, clinics. And then you just decided to go off on your own. So talk to us about taking that, that scary leap. Yeah. So as you had mentioned, I had spent a lot of time in the physical therapy field and I primarily worked in a skilled nursing facility for a, a couple different companies through the, that time frame, but had been with one company in particular for about the last 10 years of it or so. I had had a few changes with regard to just that corporate management, corporate leadership in the role. And I was starting to get, unfortunately, burnt out with the healthcare industry. I know a lot of people that go through that. And in fact, mm -hmm. even pre-COVID, people used to get burnt out with the healthcare industry as well. And I just got to a point where I, I wanted something else, but I didn't necessarily know what it was. I also, my youngest also did have some, some health complications, was on oxygen a bit. He spent some time in the pediatric ICU for a bit. So that combination of both personal family things going on, and then also just being burnt out with what I was doing and in that healthcare industry, mm -hmm. I was looking for a change, but I had no idea what that was going to be <laughs> at the time. Right. I, like you I have this nagging feeling. You just don't know what the next step is. Yeah. And I came across a, a program online that was about being a virtual assistant and it was about starting your own. And I, it took me probably a good six months or so of even like, just kind of scoping it out, checking it out, thinking about it before I dove in. But I decided to take that course and quickly realized that the world <laughs> was so much bigger than the therapy network that I was in and didn't understand at the time just how much there was that people could outsource and that people do outsource in small businesses. Mm -hmm. So I can still remember it being just such an eye-opening time being like, oh my gosh, people, people pay for these things. And like, I, I like doing this and they don't like doing this and they'll pay me to do this. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and so when you were thinking about what you wanted to do, were you just like searching the internet and then that ad popped up and that kind of what inspired you, the virtual assistant? So now, of course, there's after I under, have understood more about the marketing side of things and how it all works, I I did come across a, a Facebook ad because of some of the searches that I was doing. Oh, you know, there was that like remote work from home. What I think a lot of moms, you know, at some point yeah. do, you know, when they have young kids, they're like, well, how do I not have to spend so much time away from my kids? And so I did that sort of search was, I'm sure, popping up on all sorts mm -hmm. of, you know, Facebook ads because of that in the back end. And, and, but I was also the primary breadwinner in my family. So the question was, how do I have the ability to still make a good income, support mm -hmm. the family and 
potentially start my own business or leave the corporate space or like, what, how do I do this and what do I do? So that's really the point that, that I was stuck with. And, and that can feel scary. How did you overcome, you know, that, that fear? Because we, we get so, you know, it's like we have a solid, you know, you have a solid corporate position, the income's coming in and it's, there's that gap between starting the business and, and being in the corporate position. Like what inspired you to kind of take that leap? I know you wanted something different. Yeah. Because most, most of us don't take that leap. Well, and, and in all honesty, some of what I did through the year of 2019, I basically was working full-time at my job and then in my spare time, quote unquote, spare time, you know, with a family trying to build my business. So I was doing, you know, evening networking events. I was connecting with people online. I was doing a variety of things like that. And I, um, basically through 2019, was testing the waters in some ways. And so it helped me build a little bit of confidence with the awareness and understanding of what it, what it takes to have a business and, and how you try to grow a business. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I had gotten to a point and I remember conversations with my husband where I had gotten to a point where it was like, I'm going to need to either quit my full-time job or I'm going to need to not do this side thing anymore. But like, I couldn't keep doing it the both, yeah, for the, the whole time. Yeah, it's it's a lot. We you know we only have so much time in the day and the bandwidth and where we're going to focus our energy. And so, what was the factor that had you decide? Okay, like now it's time to quit my full time job. It was basically a point where I started to see the business was potentially coming in. I, I just didn't have the time to continue to follow up with it. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, now there's the work that I'm doing for the clients that have already hired me. And then I see these opportunities, but I just don't have the time to follow up with it. And that was when I finally was like, okay, we're, we're at that breaking point. Like I, I need to pick one direction of what I'm going to do here. And if I want the potential for growing, then I'm going to need to quit my full-time job. So that's kind of where we had gotten to that point. And that, but seeing a little bit of the, the, you know, business potential there and the opportunities, and then having a little bit of experience under me was what helped me take that leap along with a, a couple of coaches that I had hired along the way that, that helped me as well to take that leap and understand what I was jumping into. <laughs> and that's something, you know, as a business owner, even, you know, I've been in business for an entrepreneur for 24 years. And from the first year I started business, I had a business coach and, you know, you talk about the importance of hiring coaches, mentors, being in masterminds as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Can you speak on that a little bit and, you know, tell us how that, you know, supported you in making your decision to leave your full-time position? Yeah. So it was, I remember even the first time the, the particular coach that I was working with when I did quit my job, I can remember, she even tells stories about it where like I, on our first call, I was like, you know, maybe three years down the road, maybe this, maybe that. And, and it was within six months that I, that I did do it. And I, part of it was because I was, you know, she was a sales coach. So partly it was because I was following what she was teaching me and, and making the sales. And then part of it also was, was, you know, giving me that, that vote of confidence of like, yeah, you can do this, keep going. Like we're here to support you and we're here to help you in any way we can. So it, it, it just, it's one of those things where the coaching it, in my mind, I think there's always going to be a level of coaching that is needed to help me continue to grow in my business. I, I agree. I mean, I, I always have coaches. Sometimes I work, you know, with two coaches at the same time for different things. And I don't think I would be where I am today if I didn't have 
you know, the coaches support and guidance and mentorship because they give you a different perspective sometimes than you have. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And something you talk about as a business owner, it can get lonely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And so connecting with other business owners and the coaches, I know for me has definitely helped. And I know you talk about that as well, how that's been, you know, a, a factor to your success as well. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Having somebody that has, has been basically as a mentor and as a coach, really, that that's kind of walked the line that you are moving through and still working on, on achieving. Yes. And if sometimes it feels good to have a cheerleader too, you know, cause you don't always know like, okay, am I doing this right? Am I doing it wrong? Yeah. Well, it's good to have someone give you the feedback of, you know, also where we need, you know, improvement as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. so I, I, I want to know that. Of course. So tell, I mean, you know, being a mom, having young kids, having the business, like how are you able to prioritize it all? You know, having multiple clients and there's always, you know, tasks and responsibilities. Like how are you able to manage it all? Well, well, some days, some days are better than others. There's definitely taking the the time and taking advantage of the time that when the kids are typically at school. Today is a snow day, so they are home. If you have heard them at all, I don't know during this time, but they they have you know knocked on my door and different things like that. But you know, we we set up boundaries, we set up rules at the house when they're home. If I'm working, and then we also, I like I said, I take advantage of the time that they're at school as well, where I know. There's certain things where if I need to put more time and energy and focus into it, I have to do it when I'm not with the kids. And then there's other times when, when it's okay that I kind of, I don't really want to say multitask, but it's kind of like splitting my attention a little bit with it. I have found multitasking. I don't feel like is a very successful way of trying to get a lot done. It can make everything take longer when I, when I'm trying to multitask. (laughs) You know what's so funny? It's like back in the day, I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a great multitasker. I took so much. <laughs> but then as I learned, I'm like, oh God, the reality of it is I'm not present to the task. I don't know. Not that I didn't know what I was doing, but like, it's so different. Like when your energy split, it's now, I mean, I multitask in different ways, like, yeah. you know, like more easier tasks, yeah. but I'm learning to focus on one thing. And I feel like it gets done quicker. Do you, do you notice that? I definitely noticed that, yes, if I'm able to put 100% attention in something, then I know, well, and even I have a better idea of how long it's actually going to take me. Mm-hmm. When I'm not able to focus fully on something for the amount of time that I really think that it's needed, and if I am being you know, split, for whether it's kids, whether it's my husband, whether it's you know, a, a call that interrupts me or whatever it is that, that it does, it takes longer to do things. And it takes, I have to continue to kind of change where my focus is and and have to kind of regroup each time I come back to the task that I'm truly trying to accomplish. I get it. And sometimes I learned years ago, they said it takes you longer to come back to the task. Uh, Yeah. I've heard that that before too. But I I know that there's some truth. (laughs) So with everything you have going on, how do you keep your cup full? What do you do to take care of yourself? Because if we're not, you know, full, we cannot take care of the business, the kids, the husband, the friend, like been, I burnt out many times. Like I talked about. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I think I'm always a work in progress when it comes to that myself, yeah. but some of the things that I have is I, I do have a, 
an incredible support system. So my husband is very supportive of, of me having my business and, and giving me the time that I need to, to do the work that I'm doing for clients. I also have family locally that has been an incredible support system. And then just having the, like you were mentioning, being a business owner can be isolating at times and other people may not necessarily understand it, but I, I have found a wonderful group of, of business owners that we connect and we are able to lean on each other. We're able to, you know, have conversations that, that might be, well, really that just don't happen in other places. Um, you know, we're able to be vulnerable. We're able to vent about our kids. And then the next question becomes something business related. And then the next question becomes something about, you know, travel and envision and all these things that we're trying to accomplish. And, but we're able to, and then there's the, oh my gosh, this didn't go anywhere any way that I had intended on it. And I completely failed at it. So what do I do now? Like, there's all aspects of it within this this group of, of women that I've been able to connect with. So that's some of filling my cup. And some of it also is is just, you know, taking time away and unplugging. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and yeah. so what do you do? Like when you take time away and unplug, like what does that look like for you? Here in Colorado, I love to be in the mountains as much mm-hmm. as possible. Sometimes in the summer, sometimes in the winter. And it's just, it's nice to step away. Totally. I can relate to that. Before the pandemic, I really went outside. Like mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to say, like I was that, you know, person that was always at the desk and I'd go to the gym. Okay. And, and now it's like, I, I make an effort to get out in nature at least twice a week. And, you know, as most of the country knows, it's like, it's been storming here in the Bay area in California for weeks. Yeah. And so the other day when the sun came out, like I didn't, they're like, it's freezing out. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I needed to go out and just the sun was still out, like feel the sun. And, and it's, that's a, such a great way to unplug. And for me too, it just rejuvenates me. Yeah. And I love how you talked about getting together with other, you know, business owners. And I think community for sure is a way for us to fill our cup because like you said, you guys talk about different things that are going on in your life. So it's helping kind of just, you're not feeling alone. And I think that's a big part Right. Us filling our cup is community. So I, I loved how you brought that up. Yeah. So do you think you've changed since you've become an entrepreneur? And if so, how? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I joke around and say if I would have known how much personal growth and development was a part of being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, if I would have known it before I took the leap, I don't know if I would have done it. Um, <laughs> but, but now that I've done it, I can't imagine anything else. Like I can't imagine going back to a a job again after, you know, having the freedom, having the flexibility and, and really not one of the big things that I notice, And I even see it with my husband because he has a a corporate job and I, I don't obviously as an entrepreneur, but I I see how long it takes things to happen Mm -hmm. in the corporate space. And, and I see in the small business space, at least with most of my clients and also even in my business, you know, like we're the decision makers. We're, yes. we're the, we don't have to go through 10 different layers and it take two years to make a small change. It can happen very quickly if, if that's what needs to happen. And so I, I really like that. And I can remember in the corporate space, how long I always felt like it took for such minor things. And it's so nice to not be in, in that world anymore. <laughs> well, you have the freedom to make the decisions that need to be made, you know, having to, which is, well, the word freedom, which is huge. I think a lot of our, a lot of us entrepreneurs have a sense of wanting freedom. I think that's why we go into business. Yeah. To have free, there's so many different ways to be free. Like, although sometimes like you feel you're tied to the business 24 seven, but there's a different freedom also 
that we get from being, you know, an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's, I've noticed also as an entrepreneur, you mentioned if I've changed, I would say there's a lot more awareness of my mindset. There's Mm -hmm. a lot more awareness of just how, how everything works and where I'm prioritizing time and, and, and all of those elements, I think are very, I'm aware of them. And, and, And so I don't think I was necessarily as aware of some of these things before when I was working just, you know, a full-time job. Now in your business, do you have a team or is it you right now running the projects? I have a team and, and then I, I do a little bit of the running of the projects too. But the fun part is when I have the team is I get to be selective as to which ones I take on. So, (laughs) so yeah, that's, what's a blessing to have team members and amazing team members. Something that I heard you talk about, and this is something that has been talked about since I started my career as an entrepreneur. They said, you have to learn how to work on your business and not so much in your business. So can you talk to us a little bit about that and kind of explain what that means? Yeah, it's really, so most of us, as you had mentioned, we start our businesses because we want this freedom. But when we first start out, a lot of times people are solopreneurs and they, they start the business doing something that they were good at. And so a lot of the time in in your you know work hours are completing the work, completing the tasks, completing the job that you were hired to do for someone versus being able to take kind of that bird's eye view and get a little bit of the big picture look of your on your business. So when you're the the quote unquote working on your business is more of that bird's eye view, taking a step back, being able to do a little bit of the, you know, overall analysis of what's working, what's not worth potentially looking at the the growth and the direction you're wanting to go in your business, but but getting a little bit more of that big picture view. And then the working in your business is is truly doing all of the things that need to be done. <laughs> I've been built like I, even though I've had a team, I had a really hard time delegating, you know, certain things. So for a long time, and I still do too, I work in the business and I'm like, okay, you could have someone else do this grace, but I'm like, yeah. I don't do it. So yeah. that's, I think it's a, also a work in progress as well. It definitely is. And I would say you are not alone on the delegation challenges. There's a lot of business owners that I work with that have that challenge. And so it's one of the key things that I find though, when it comes to delegating is really number one, knowing exactly what it is that you're looking to delegate and have a clear understanding of what the tasks are, because I find business owners will hire people on and then be like, "Eh, I don't really know. I I know I need help, but I don't really know what I should have you doing right now. And then they don't have, you know, a training program and, you know, There's things that I recall in the corporate space that I may not have liked in the corporate space, but they were successful. Like there was a reason they had those steps in place when you're bringing on new team members and when you're training new team members and that sort of stuff. And there's times when we kind of try to breeze over that in the small business space and, and it's not successful when you do that. (laughs) There's a reason some of those structures are there. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think, I mean, I don't, I was in the business some time before one of my, I hired a recruiting coach because, you know, I own the staffing business, along with the coaching business. And he really, like you, he emphasized processes, Uh workflow processes. And I mean, it took a long time, but, but once I had those workflow processes in place, the business started running itself. Yeah. Um, granted, I'm like, I have a great team. I have a great assistant. And, but what, like it was just streamlined. And, and I'd yeah. love to talk about that because it's so important to have policies, 
processes, streamline it. And then we also have, believe it or not, like we have a workflow process book. So whoever comes in and I never would have thought of doing that early on in the business, but for any business owner, like I know that you emphasize this processes, workflow processes and streamlining is golden. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's critical in growing. There comes a point in time when you truly are, especially if you're a solopreneur looking to bring on team members, there truly comes a point in time when you are trading time for money and it's never going to change until you figure out how to get some of those processes in place and have someone else that can start to take on some of the work. Yeah. Also part, part of the pro and I like talk to me about this. One of the challenges I found in my business was finding someone to do the sales, which I don't call it sales. I call it relationship building. Okay. And for me, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's, you know, I mean, I have had great teams throughout the years, but that sales piece, I feel like it always had to land on me there. So you're not alone on that feeling as well. I think there comes a point in time when it, again, as your as a business is growing though, I mean, think of, I mean, heck even it's not a great example, but like McDonald's and that sort of stuff. I mean, like people aren't talking to the owner, they're talking to the, the direct staff there right. um, when they're, you know, ordering things and that sort of stuff. But at, there comes a point in time when the size of a business, you're, you're not talking to the owner. In fact, you may never talk to the owner. Um, what it really comes down to though, when you're bringing on people in that sales role is that they, they understand definitely the company, they understand the mission of the company and that they believe in the values and they believe in the company and that they truly are taking it and wanting to see the growth of the business, not necessarily just as much as the business owner, because really, I mean, like it, it's our baby. Most people aren't ever going to feel like it exactly like we do, but they want to, you want somebody that truly has that same belief and that same, you know, core understanding of where you're trying to get the business to go. Those are the people that you want to be bringing into those sales roles. Into the the relationship building roles. So yeah, for sure. But you know, something you just said, it just kind of, I got an awareness. He said, it's our baby. Yeah. You know, and so that's a piece of it, you know, too, at least for me, but maybe for some of the other business owners, like, again, I have a great team, but it's my baby. There's certain things like I like to do. And part of that is that I love the relationship building. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't necessarily have to be completely taken off of your plate. Now it's not going to make sense for you to take every sales call, but every now and then, you know, if you're jumping on one or two, of course, that's fine. Yeah, for Um, sure. And but, I, but, like, I have a great team, but I'm like, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I love <laughs> so, I mean, if you had the chance to do it again, like, would you take that leap and leave a full-time, you know, position and come, come be <laughs> in crazy waters? I would, I, I would, you know, I, it was in some ways better than I expected in some ways more challenging than I expected, but it is something that I, I don't want to go back to, to a corporate role. I really enjoy, you know, growing businesses and helping others grow businesses. Yeah. I've really, you know, figured out where I sit and where my specialty is and how, how I operate differently than others. And so it's been a lot of fun to explore that some days, obviously, like, I just want to break down and completely cry and be vulnerable. And then there's other times when I'm like, I got this. This is awesome. I mean, that up and down that people talk about is very true. (laughs) Totally. I mean, again, I'm 24 years in and sometimes like, what am I doing? And then I'm motivated. I love this. 
So what what have been the things that were better than you anticipated? Having the flexibility, the the types of relationships that I have built with people, and then really honing in on on what it is that makes me unique. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's definitely times in my corporate space and, and back in my other job where, you know, I felt like I didn't feel like I was that different than any other rehab manager. I didn't feel like I was that different than any other therapist. And and then really taking, you know, the the personal growth and development side of it and, and seeing you know, who am I? <laughs> what is it that makes me tick? How do I operate differently than others? And 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 then what are my, truly, what are my values? I think there's been a, a, a lot of the understanding and awareness as, as myself personally, that definitely that I do take into my business as we were talking about that it's, yeah. it's our baby, but there's also aspects of it where it's like, okay, in my business, this is how I want this to, to be. This is how I want it to operate. And personally, and in our family, this is how we need to to operate, and this is this is what's important. And some of those, I mean, there were conversations that I remember having with my husband after I started my business that I was like, we probably should have talked a little more about these things, even you know, before we got married. In all honesty, but we just kind of <laughs> rolled with it. So <laughs> sometimes you just roll with it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and, and so you, you, from what I hear you say, is like you what you enjoy is like you get to create the business, your day in the way that you see fit for yourself and your family. Definitely. Yeah. And then the, the relationships and the people that I have connected with that are not local. I mean, some, the pandemic did help with some of that because people started to jump on zoom so much more for everything, but this, the business that I have and the business I've created is designed in a way that it's virtual. So I've been able to connect with people and have some amazing friends that I've only seen maybe once in real life in person, like everything else has been virtual via zoom. There's other people that I've connected with that. I'm like, I know whenever I travel to this place that I'm going to hit, like, we're going to get together. We're going to go out to dinner. We're going to do something. And like, it's going to be real fun to meet them in person. <laughs> so that that's so, yeah. been the beauty of the pandemic. Again, like connecting with incredible people all across the country. That's been super fun for me as well. Yeah. And so now what have, what have been some of the things that you weren't anticipating that have been challenges, like going out on your own? How, figuring out how to, how to be a business owner. <laughs> figuring that out too, 24 years. <laughs> and the, the need for, I would say the need for support in, in various areas that are not my specialty and figuring out, like we were talking about, figuring out a little bit about what my specialties are. Like the, one of the first clients I ever worked with, I was doing social media management for, and I very quickly realized that that is not my skill set and not my forte. And so that was easily crossed off the list as I was kind of navigating what it is that I do and how I do it. Um, but so there were definitely times when it was like, well, that, that dive, that analysis, that kind of reflection of, of what is it that I do and, and why do I do what I do? And those were definitely challenging times, but there's been on, on the, the flip side, there's been so much that I've gotten out of it because mm-hmm. of those challenging times and because of taking that, that deep dive. Mm-hmm. And so um, the next question kind of goes along with what you were saying, because there really isn't any failure, it's all feedback. But what has been a failure that you've experienced that really ended up being a gift? Well, so like I was saying, I quit my job in January of 2020. <laughs> so like I did the fan. I did not know what February, March, April of 2020 were gonna look like. And I can remember numerous times of like having that 
hindsight of, wow, if I was still working in my job, I would be an essential employee and would be at work every day and would not know if I should be coming home to my family or not. So like there were definitely times when there were those challenges, but there were also definitely times when I'm like, I just quit a full-time job that was supporting my family. And I do not have, because at that time, I mean, every, I would say a lot of small businesses put a pause on spending. It wasn't that they completely, you know, stopped everything, but a lot of them put a pause on it. And, and it, it took some time for people to start figuring out, are we at a point where we should be continuing to grow? Should we be spending money? Should we not be spending money? Am I doing the same thing still? Or do I need to, the word of 2020 was pivot. Like, like do we need right, to do that? Throw the pivot out the window. Oh so, yeah. So, you know, there were times when I definitely felt like a failure because I didn't know what I was doing so early in my business. And then also just having the pandemic going on. Um, there were definitely challenges in that at that I time. Get it. <laughs> you were resilient. I mean, taking that leap, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen. And then here you are. I mean, pretty much grew your business during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I guess I was a little, look again, looking back, I was fortunate that there were some elements that I had already kind of become familiar with and was aware of in the virtual space mm -hmm. before, before the pandemic. So, you know, in, in 2019, I was doing things on Zoom. I was learning how to communicate with people and do some of that management type side of things in a remote environment. Whereas there were definitely a lot of businesses that had to figure all of that out. Mm -hmm. in 2020. So it's like a domino effect. Like one thing leads to another and we don't even know what's ahead, but it feels like the universe prepares us for what's ahead when we don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So for someone in our audience that's watching who, you know, has their side gig and has their full-time job, what advice can you give them? I mean, like they're ready, but they're just afraid to take that leap. What can you tell them? Um, I would say take the leap. If if mm. you really want to do it, take the leap. But feel feel very confident in why you are taking that leap. The why. Yeah. I think that's one of the big things with it is that you know, I had to to to, to really lean on that quite a bit, especially at the beginning of my business is why did I want to do this and and what is this allowing me to do? that my full-time job didn't and, and just really had to, to understand and, and again, do that analysis myself on, on why I wanted to be a business owner. I had to lean on it and it was beneficial for me to, to be very rooted in, in that. If I wouldn't have had that, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. That's, <laughs> that's a, the third time I've heard that this week is about what's the why. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So tell us, someone who's watching, where can they find you? And I know that you have a little freebie. So if you could share about that, that'll be awesome. Yeah. So I have, so first of all, I guess my website is hilltopoperations.com. That's where you can find me. And then definitely on Facebook as well. And LinkedIn are kind of the two platforms that I spend most of my time. And then we have a free hiring playbook that has been put together for people. If you are starting to, um, you know, consider growing your team and bringing on team members. It runs through some of the questions of what to think about when you're bringing a team member on. And then it also just gives some tips and pointers to, you know, making sure that you have the, everything in place to be 
you know, starting to delegate effectively and successfully when you are delegating with new team members. Yeah. And, and it's, it's great information. Those of you that downloaded, I mean, it's definitely value packed. So thank you so much. And I like, I repeat, I could be here for hours with you talking about business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a great time chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. And if anyone has questions, put them in. We can come back to those questions. And we'll also have Anne's information there. If you are a small business, she's definitely fantastic. And thank you all of you for joining us. Again, if you liked, share, rate, we appreciate it. And I wish you an incredible rest of the week ahead. Hang on with me, Anne. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.